Hello and welcome to a special edition of Video Games to the Max where we have just finished watching, well it's been about an hour after uh, the event, but I just finished watching the Nintendo Switch uh, presentation show. Uh, they've also announced things after the show has ended, like accessory price that they did not talk about during the show, which I'm sure after we reveal these prices, that's probably a reason why they didn't talk about it. But uh, I'm your host, Sean Garmer, here with me, as usual, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And joining us here, Mr. Randy Isbell. You guys are lucky. I almost fell asleep through that thing. So what was worse at times, the Square Enix conference or this one? I I think we just learned that the Japanese should not hold their own press conferences. Yeah, they should at least get they should at least get Reggie to do the voiceover if they do. <laughs> I wonder if he really knows Japanese enough to be able to do that. Though. Yeah. like, but they're not they're not speaking off the cuff. Like they rehearse this thing and they just, they just give him like a you know. Apparently not, because that one translator couldn't say uh, anything that Suda51 was talking about. All I heard was, blah, 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 Travis touchdown, blah, 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 wrestling, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever, I got that much. (laughs) Uh, But, so, you know, I guess general thoughts before we kind of get into what they actually showed little by little here. What did you think about the overall press conference lasting an hour and what you got to see here? Mark, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was fine, except, like, they didn't get into games until 25 minutes into this thing, which is kind of scary when you think about it. And now that, like, it ended, now everything is actually coming out about, like, specifications and prices and like, what games are going to be available, like, the day of. So, like, it was it was informative to an extent, but nothing that was, like, mind-blowing, and they should have gotten into, like, real nitty-gritty stuff, and they didn't. Uh, and some of the games looked good, and some looked not so good. What do you think, Randy? Well, I think this press conference was just, you know... The problem with this press conference was the problem they had back in December when they had that first one, where we came out of that one going, well, we've learned nothing. And they're going, okay, we won't say anything until next year. If they would have just came out with all of the the specs about the, the system and the controllers, and this is how all this works, and this is the price, and this is the release date, and then this could have been all about games and thrown that out there, I, I think it would have flowed a lot better but instead, here you go with them going, okay, well, they mostly know about the system and all that, but they want to know price and they want to know release date. So here's your big two big things that you need in the first three minutes of this pre- presentation. But, you know, we don't have a ton of games right now because, you know, developers are still trying to get with this, and we definitely push this out really quick. So here's a bunch of developers out here to talk for 10 minutes about a game that they have nothing to show. Yeah, it was really awkward, just like... I don't under I, I just don't understand the point of this doesn't have to be an hour if you don't have an hour of material. If it's gotta be forty five minutes, it can be forty five minutes. I mean I don't know, maybe they're showing this on T V in Japan and that's that's something we're not accounting for here. We're just watching this on a stream in a different country, but let's say that you are just showing this 
through stream only, I don't understand why you're having developers come out there and just talk about things, and they're really not telling you anything about the game either, other than, you know, Splatoon when those guys talked or, or whatever, but... Uh, so, first thing they reveal, it's March 3rd, 2017, which is six weeks away. That's really fast. It's, cr- it's so crazy. And two ninety nine ninety nine, the price. And that's there is no different SKU that has a different price. Now they might have a SKU later that has a game and like Zelda inside or whatever that'll wind up costing three forty nine or whatnot. But right now, all you get is there's a SKU with colored controllers and there's a SKU with just black controllers, and that's it. I mean, so, and it's a global launch. They all launch the same day. There's there's no Japan gets it for a month, and the U.S. gets it for this, and you're, it's all the same day. So what do you think about just, it's this quickly, March 3rd, the price, do you think the price is fair? Uh, no. No. Why, so two ninety nine is too much. Uh, it's a 32 gigabyte hard drive or storage that's crazy that's terrible i mean it'll have like the micro sd card slot but holy shit like which those are cheap yeah but still they i mean unless they include another unless they include a 64 gigabyte card inside like what well and i'll I'll, go ahead go on Well, also, the, the, one of the issues is, is like, Android does not use microSD cards well. It wasn't until, like, the latest version of Android that it, they finally got it working together. So, unless this is running that thing, it might have issues. Like, look at how the PS4 handles external drives. Like, it doesn't, really. Right. Yeah, you have to undo that little slot in there and put the PS4, put the internal drive and all that. No, I meant external drives. Like you can't. Well, well that's what I'm saying. It can't run it off yeah. an external drive like the you know Xbox One can. It, you have to do it. You have to change your internal drive in order to get. So I, I think you'd be able to like download games under the end of the card, but then to like run it off the, to run them you have to copy it over to the internal memory of the device, and that'll be bad. Um, yeah, that that's annoying. I like, uh, I think it's just too expensive. I I think two fifty would be better. I mean, because other tablets of this type that are, like, honestly better are cheaper. <laughs> what do you think, Randy? Well, again, I, I think they, they, they pinned themselves into a hole because that's all we heard rumor-wise for the last few weeks was 249 249 So now we hear 300 It's like, eh, no, 249 would have been better. 300 is fine. Yes, the memory size is is not great. I'm more curious again because they didn't really delve into it. Are they planning on using the cloud system a ton in this? So if they do like the retro stores, is all of that going to be stored in the cloud? Because obviously you're going to fill the stuff extremely quickly, especially if you want to like download Skyrim. Let's say is that going to take up your entire memory? Is is that the only game that you're gonna have on your Switch? So it's that. How, to me how big me. was it on 360? Because that's uh, probably I, the memory I, we're looking at. Nine gigabytes. But think yeah, about the, the DLC. 
and they had like a high res texture pack like, that was more. Yeah, so you're looking at ha- at least half your system if you get the digital version. Yeah, it's so it's 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 steep for that. So that, I'll say that. And as far as as what Mark said about you know ta- there are tablets that are cheaper that run better. We're going to get into this here in a minute, but I think the reason they hit 300 is the controls controllers are so expensive, and and I guess it's because of the extra rumble features that they're they're claiming that you could tell extremely subtle details in it. Obviously, we haven't gotten our hands on it, so we can't tell you whether they do or not. But for as expensive as they are, they better work at what they're saying. And I should note that we are doing this again right after the press conference ended. We're not doing this with the knowledge of what they're supposed to do tomorrow, which is allow certain you know big game big game websites and all that stuff to be there in New York and get to have hands on time with the switch. You would hope that they allow you to do the whole taking out of the dock and all that kind of stuff so we have someone to be able to say, hey, this is what it feels like, all that kind of stuff. So, at the, you know, at the beginning, they kind of announced that. At the end, they announced to you what comes in these SKUs. You get one console, which is the, you know, the actual tablet thing that you pull out of the dock. You get the dock. You get the grips. You get straps that look very much like the Wii straps that come on your Joy-Cons. You get the two Joy-Cons. You get an HDMI cable. And you get an AC adapter. Uh, they did say that you can. It does charge with a micro. You you know the same charger you would use for your cell phone if you have an Android or Galaxy or whatever phone. If you have an iPhone, you're kind of screwed on that. But uh, you know you can buy those for really cheap. Obviously, the quality of what you have with those is the you know how quickly it charges your device. You can play it just like the 3DS while it's charging. So that's another positive, I guess. And they said the battery life is anywhere from two and a half to six and a half. And the Nintendo press release says you can play Legend of Zelda for three hours before your battery will die. So, did they say if it was a replaceable battery or not? I'm pretty sure. Just like with the 3DS, you can buy. There will be third party. Battery packs or whatever that you can buy, uh, but you no, know, obviously no. they're they're not going to encourage you to, uh, you know, go buy a third party. Obviously, so uh, I obviously at CES they already had a bunch of different accessories for that that thing. So I'm sure we'll get to see more of that stuff later. But I, I'm surprised. I thought some of the stuff would go, like I I didn't know if we'd get the grips in one of these things. Uh, I'm kind of glad that they're kind of putting all this together. So when you put that together along with what they said, which is these controllers, these Joy-Cons now have an HD rumble, which allows you to supposedly feel what it's like to feel ice coming into a glass. And Does it have like a blower inside of it? Like, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about when he was talking. It sounded like he was like having a stroke when he was talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, is this Arctic Thunder again? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, okay, so his deal was that yeah, you could feel ice, like you could you could sense the you could sense the amount of ice cubes that are going in the glass. 
and it could tell you how many are in there. I, I, I don't really know that they could really grasp this very well without you actually getting to feel that, I guess. But, well, yeah. the way I took it, I mean, obviously he was using that as a metaphor. The way I took it is, is most Rumble packs, especially back in the day, just had the one motor right. in it. So it just would rumble from one spot. From What I took from there is this is going to rumble in multiple spots on your controller. So you can feel if you get hit at the front part of your hand or the back part of your hand. So that's where if you shake a, a, a cup of, of ice, you can feel it in different parts of the glass. So that's where I kind of understood where that was coming from. Now, in what games is that really going to matter? Is In that is arms game, me. I could see it mattering because you'll feel... When you're doing the punch, like what hmm. part of your hand's doing the punch, what part of you's getting hit, so you're feeling that in the controller. Uh, which, that game is not a launch game, by the way. <laughs> that game comes in the spring. Just so people know that that... I thought it would be the 1-2 thing. Which that... What you guys think of that? That looked like the most Wii game they possibly had. It, uh, it looked like a switch thing. It looked like a, to be, I always when they were just showing all the the things really quick. I was waiting for them to say it's a WarioWare game, right? That's what it looked, it looked like. It's just a bunch of little mini games, which is fine for a launch title. I mean, Wii Sports was super popular, and that's what I thought this was going to be. It's going to be very popular with families, and this is to me. You know, obviously, this podcast is for more hardcore gamers and. Yes, it, this is kind of the black sheep of it as far as hardcore gamers go. It's PC and PS4 and Xbox One and, and this Nintendo consoles for babies. But I, honestly, that 1-2 Switch game is going to be a system seller. One of us buys it. We take it to a family. We're like, look at these goofy games we can play. And the next thing you know, your grandma's buying it. Uh, I'll disagree on two, po- two points, really. Uh, the Rumble stuff makes sense for them to an extent but past consoles have had rump like like multiple rumble motors in their controllers i mean hell the ps1 rumble controller had two motors in it for god's sakes and they've always been like that only the nintendo ones have only had one um so that's weird and that one two thing i think we sports worked because People know what tennis was or knew what baseball was or whatever. They won't know what this is. Like, I got a feeling it'll, it'll be like a WarioWare game, but it won't like have like the family mass market appeal that a Wii Sports will have. Uh, yeah. What did you guys make of the whole, you have to, you'll see it from where you're, you're looking at the other person's eyes. You're going to be able to tell when you need to press the button because it's supposed to be like kind of like a you're dueling if you were cowboys back in the old west or whatever. Right? So I feel so like I that's also should... a metaphor, but you know. If I lose, should I just punch the other person then? It <laughs> <laughs> might happen. I was waiting for him to announce a rock paper scissors game because they were showing that the sensor at the at the front of your controller can sense whether you're doing that motion. So I'm sure that's in there. It'll it'll be a sixty dollar. Rock, paper, scissors, 40-hour, like, uh, RPG made by Square. (laughs) With some weird name. 
Final uh, Fantasy, so, insert, insert I, Latin here. <laughs> I still think this game is what will come with the bundle. Yeah, but how many games will it be? Like, I don't know. That looked four. like maybe about four, yeah, four or five. There is a Super Mario Sports Stars or whatever that's coming in the spring as well, so that's probably going to be more like your Wii Sports or whatever uh, game that you'll get there. Uh, this is kind of like that tech demo that if you're trying to show it to the family, hey, this is what this thing can do. If you Whether you've seen the Wii or you didn't, it's going to kind of remind you of that, which that's what this felt like. It felt like a lot of the early part of the presentation felt like we're, hey, guys, remember that thing, the Wii, that was, like, super successful for us? We're kind of going back to that, but this looks better. Did you guys kind of get that, that vibe a little bit? Yeah, I, I, I did, and, and I think that's just kind of what you're going to see from Nintendo for a long time, and I think... If you're expecting anything else, you know you don't realize what made them the most money. They're trying their best to kind of mold both worlds and have the pro controllers for people that don't want motion controls. And they're bringing in games like Skyrim, and they're going to try to branch out a bit more and not just be niche. But it's always going to have that niche kind of feel to it. Yeah, I think them trying to go to the Wii is kind of sad in a way like i did i mean the wii was probably was their most successful console but they did that with the wii u i mean look at the name for god's sakes and that thing bombed harder than but i never got that from the wii u other than the fact that you could still use the remote controller so when i looked at that thing all they were telling me was about tv and oh look at this ugly looking tablet and oh you can play away from the tv and that's all i ever got from the wii u like this literally What do you think the Switch is? It's an ugly-looking tablet that you can play away from the TV. <laughs> right, but this is a much better version of what the Wii U was supposed to be, while we're also reminding you that, hey, we've got, like, souped-up Wii Remote controllers, too, that do better things. You know. Uh, Make it so you can't put it in any type of bag whatsoever, or any type of pocket. <laughs> yes, well... I'm, I'm sure they'll have their own bag. The I still don't like those those controllers like whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, the controllers look like they're going to take a lot to get used to. They are small. If you have any kind of big hands, I can imagine that's going to be really clumsy to play. Uh, I just don't like that they're off center. Like that looks bad to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you could have done that with having them both on the same side and you're trying to sort of have different things on both sides of the controller. I would say don't have that crap that most people won't care about. <laughs> but then you're also limiting what games you can have on the system, though. Yeah, but how many games are going to take advantage of that stuff? Well, you know Nintendo's going to take advantage of it. Yeah, them, and that's it. No one else will. Well, yeah, but look at the game. Look at a lot of the games that were shown either in large part or in small part. None of the all those games are games that are doesn't look like it's very complicated for them to play. So they're not going to take advantage of it at all. It's going to be games that are made after launch that are going to really take advantage of that. 
so, I mean, they they announced uh, a couple of things that are sort of important here. No region lock. That's the first time ever for a Nintendo console. And they announced that they're going to start you off free, but in the fall, they will introduce a paid streaming service. A paid, not streaming service, a paid online service. And pretty much kind of made it seem like, and looking at the press release here, it also makes it seem like it is legit a free trial, and then you will have to pay, like every other online service that exists right now, PSN, uh, Xbox Live. Are you kind of in the mode of good that Nintendo's getting with the program, or do you think this is going to hurt them because people are used to online being free with Nintendo products? And and what do you think of them... uh, they still doesn't seem like it's in the system. They're now at least they're kind of asking to use something that you always have with you, but chat, matchmaking, all that's on your phone. It's not on the system. It seems like that seems dumb. <laughs> that seems bad because if it's supposed to be a friendly kid-focused console, it's like no. Well, but a lot of kids have phones now, though. Yeah, but not every kid. <laughs> right, right. But so see, I, I, you, you just you just said what the solution was. Nintendo figured out how to make sure that you're not playing twelve year olds in Splatoon and having to listen to them yell at you the whole time, without going, "Hey, twelve year olds, you're not allowed online." They just put it on the phone and make sure that the kids don't have a phone, and then you're done with that situation. <laughs> I, I think given how how bad Nintendo's bungled the Wii and the Wii U online, like asking them to, asking people to pay is a real risky gamble. You'd have to assume there's gonna be more to this. It's not just paying, right? Like there has to be. Well, they have this. Like I don't know if you saw, but it's like you get. I think you get like a free NES and a free SNES game when you pay. When you pay, and the SNES game is supposed to have online play. But oh wow! I didn't see that. No. The 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 question I have for that is: Is this going to be like what PS Plus and Xbox Gold do? Like they tell you what game it is, or can you pick it from a catalog? And, and it's it's get, only going to be retro games, though. That seems kind of counterintuitive, too. And, and get, uh, given how and anemic. I, oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say because I I don't know if this is even real or whatever, but I'm sitting here talking to Wes while we're doing this podcast and he's on a forum where they're saying that the games that you're getting for that month are only free for that month. Yeah. It's not like, like PS plus where if you have it for that month, as long as you continue to have PS plus, you have that game. It's once that month is over, that game goes away. Oh, wow. That's really dumb. And given that, I don't like, Given how anemic the Wii U was with like virtual console stuff, like they couldn't even get that working right. So you I, see, I what, have... that's exactly why right there they're doing that. Because I'm pretty sure there's still going to be a virtual console, and they want you to buy those games again. That's why they don't want to do the whole letting you have the game the whole time, because then that mm-hmm. takes away from the virtual console. Yeah, but they never they never got the virtual console working correctly on the Wii U. I mean. That thing only has 300 games on it. 
You're right, Total. but if you're paying for this, then it's on them to make sure that the virtual console works this time. Yeah, and the one thing that is good about this, it's it's you're getting it for free for like the first six, seven months. And then hopefully by then they can see, okay, what is working, what's not, and they're not going to go, okay, you have to pay it right off the bat, and then the whole thing is shit. So hopefully... Either they could figure it out in the first six, seven months, or we will figure out in the first six, seven months that eh, it's not worth it to play online anyways. So I won't even have to pay for the service. I, mean, I think at, asking people to pay for like Super Mario World on Virtual Console for the third time, that's, that's bogus to me. That's, that's well, well, they almost have to. They almost have to because they split the Virtual Consoles, right? Like... I just don't see how Nintendo's going to go, okay, well, you bought it on the 3DS. Well, it wasn't on the Wii U, so you don't get it on your Switch. But if it was on the Wii U, you do. Or, like, I don't know. Maybe they do come up with a solution. I mean, it's not like, you know, Microsoft figured it out, so Nintendo could, but... Nintendo could easily just go the Sony route and say, no, we'll make you pay for it again. But this time, because now we have the Nintendo Network and your My Nintendo ID, now all this stuff travels with you or whatever going forward, whatever they want to say, you know. But, I mean, hearing that, that's kind of weird, but after thinking about it, it looks like they're probably still going to have this virtual console thing and they're going to want to make sure that that sells, especially considering that, you know, They've said time and time again they don't want this to replace a 3DS. So see, I don't think they care if it sells or not. Like that's that's you say that, but look at like what they've done to it for the Wii U. Like they did not learn their lesson with the Wii, and you're going, oh, we have to pay for it now. It's like, yeah, but that still gives them no incentive to actually fix the damn thing. Well, the thing's messed up, but they're still having games come out for it. Didn't Pokemon Snap just come out? I mean, like yeah, that was. Two years after the fact, or two years after anyone gave a shit about the Wii U? I agree, but they're still releasing games for the actual virtual console. Like, if you're into rebuying all those games and not playing them on emulator, you have them there for yourself. I mean, I think it's dumb that now you you have to go back and play them on the Wii U, but we're kind of stuck like that with the PS3 where we had to go back and play old games that may not or are not on the PS4 yet. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, they introduced all the different ways you can play the Nintendo Switch, which we already know. Pretty much you could tell in the trailer. Um, they did say that there's a share button that lets you take screenshots, something that you already have if you have other systems. And eventually, it's going to include some form of video. Which... Um. Yeah. Do you want to take odds on how long it'll take to actually to get that working? I bet I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't start working until we have to pay for the online. I would say two years. Jesus, <laughs> might as well not even introduce that if it takes two years. Jeez. Or it'll be like some like proprietary system that like only Japan uses. So you have to sign up for some fucking account. Like, it won't be like you Twitch or Ustream. It'll be like some weird off. Well, no, yeah, it'll be that my this be part of your Nintendo ID or part of the Nintendo network or whatever. Yeah, it's and then somehow it will work with YouTube and something else. 
I have so money they, to work with YouTube. <laughs> I mean, so that they know, so they can put their ads on there, probably. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that we're sounding so cynical on this. But it's, that's how Nintendo works with these things, sort of. I mean, who knows? Maybe they figured out how to play nice, but are you guys? They made a huge deal of the colored controls. How do you, are you know? I think they look really good. <laughs> I know I you get... kind of like them, Randy. Yeah, uh, just they were different. They, I, I, I'm with Mark. They look nice compared to the, just the, bl- the bland black controllers. I want to get like crystal or see through. Yeah, I I hope that they uh, do make those. I love those on the N64s, uh, like the see-through purple. controllers. Yeah, yeah, the see-through yeah. purple, that's the one I had. I had the uh, see-through purple Game Boy Color, too, at one point. But uh, So the first game that they actually showed that people actually, you know, Played. sort of knew something about, uh, Splatoon 2. Uh, not a Splatoon revamp or whatever like mario kart 8 is a mario kart deluxe uh whereas this is platoon 2 which they had the guy come out there and it's supposedly it has different guns and uh different like battle modes and it's gonna have in-game events because of the online didn't really get a whole lot but if you like splatoon i'm sure you're excited about that plus you got the eight player local land that you can Use if you find somebody if you find eight people that all have a switch somewhere. I well, guess. look at how well Street Pass does. When the 3DS first came out, there was Street Pass everywhere. Now, obviously, hey. when nobody's playing 3DS, well, Street Pass only works when you go to conventions now. Yeah, yeah, basically. And then you just have to check it every three seconds because holy good grief. But I mean, but who really goes I, around I, carrying their 3ds in their pocket all the time? That's about it. Only when you go to conventions. But and that's what I can see with the Switch too. That that whole eight player local co op. I mean, bigger cities it'll be easier. Uh, game score stores can start having events based around it if they so wish. We say, hey, bring this down, and we're going to be playing this game today and give out prizes or whatever. But mostly it's going to be a convention kind of a thing. I mean, if you ever go to a convention, a lot of people waiting for the next event that they want to go to are just sitting around. And I, I went to RTX last year, and they were playing the new uh, Super Battle or Superhero game or whatever the hell that one was called. And everyone was playing that because it had just come out. Well, now everyone probably in their backpack have their Switch, and the next thing you know, you have a bunch of people playing Splatoon in the hallway of whatever convention they're at. It's interesting. I'm not saying it's going to be get used the most, but at least it's there. Yeah, uh, I, I think definitely having that opportunity is kind of cool, and that obviously they're going to set up online matches and stuff like that for it's summer 2017 for that game. So I mean they've they kind of portioned some of these things out. Like you're getting Legend of Zelda at launch. As we kind of expected, you can get Mario Kart in the spring, along with that All-Stars game. You can get Splatoon in the summer. And then the big sort of announcement from this uh, show, games-wise, 
Super Mario Odyssey, where he literally starts in a city, jumps around on top of the city, goes into the forest, goes in the water, goes everywhere. Literally, he is going on an odyssey. All that was left was the boat. It worked so well for Sonic Adventure. Oh, no. Don't put Sonic Adventure on. Come on. There was a Sonic game shown in the thing, but uh, this is Mario. You know they're going to take kind of it. I hope the sequel is called Super Mario Lost Odyssey. <laughs> the apparent gimmick of this one is that the hat has eyes and is alive. So we didn't really get anything other than the fact that the hat has oh, eyes and it does stuff. Oh, you mean the Minish Cap? Okay. Hey, if it worked <laughs> yeah. in one series, why not? Well, I like the fact that, I mean, yeah, the hat alive is it's whatever, but the fact that it could be used as a weapon and or as a platform could really add some extra stuff. I mean, Mario has always been known as that game that you find fun ways for for hidden items or for crazy speed running tricks. I'm, I, while we're doing this, I'm watching the, the awesome games done quick deal that they have going on. So I, to me, I love the the Mario presentation just for the fact that yes, you had some cities that they were showing, but for the most part, each world looked completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always liked about Mario. I mean, this one looked like it was super Mario 64 for the next generation where right. it's like, I'm just waiting for, was waiting for them to show paintings that he was jumping into. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, this is, it was such a cool, just myriad of it, different avenues. He's going, go ahead. I was just going to say, it seemed... The hat seemed oddly gimmicky to me for some reason. Like, they keep introducing, like, one new thing. And I think the, I think the beauty of, like, Mario 64 was it didn't have any of those types of gimmicks. Yeah, it's like GameCube well, it, with it, the backpack and the water. Yeah. Well, the N64 gimmick was 3D. I mean, that was the only gimmick you really had to have for that. Yeah, but there's no, like... Well, okay, I got a backpack now, and I got to clean off all this crap in the world. It's no, just collect the stars and that's it <laughs> yeah galaxy had the whole you know you're in the galaxy well galaxy had that yeah. whole like wand thing or you know like the hand right the, the motion control yeah you know i i really enjoy the way it looks it's gonna be that game for the holidays that you know everybody's buying are you sort of Disappointed it's not a launch game or not a launch window game? Do you think it's... Obviously, you want to have that big game for the holidays. you think it's smarter the way they did it, or should it have been available closer to when it comes out? Uh, part of me is, is disappointed, because obviously it would be awesome to start out the Switch with Mario and Zelda. And yes, I mean, we always want the next system to come out with a huge bang. But how many systems ever do? It's usually the launch title is pretty weak, and they. But from what they sh- showed, what little they showed, really, of the games in this press conferences is, is like you said, they have it spread out decently enough where you're going to get your time with Zelda, and once you're done with that, then here's a, a couple games in the spring you can try, and once you get done with that, then we have Splatoon in the summer and Mario in the fall, and add Skyrim to whenever that comes out. So I think they spread out the first year decent enough where. They may not have, like most Nintendo systems lately, they're not going to have a huge amount of great titles, but at least they're spreading them out better than 
you're waiting a whole year for each nice title so far. Ooh, wow, I can get assets for all these games here. Um, so, which I'll talk about them in a second. Uh, there's... Uh, where is the one that actually has the... Okay, so they don't have anything for their third party. All Nintendo has on their site is their games, obviously. Um, they also have this weird one called Snipper Clips. Cut it out together, which I think is some kind of puzzle game. Where you're literally... Okay, let me read you the... In this creative new kind of action puzzle game, players communicate, cooperate, and use their imaginations to solve basic and advanced puzzles by cutting paper characters into new shapes. People can play solo or with a friend in the main game or bring a bigger group to solve four-player dynamic puzzles. What is this, the witness with paper? (laughs) I hope not. As long as the puzzles aren't as hard as the witness. I imagine not with uh, with it being a Nintendo game, but you did get uh, their new Warriors take, which is going to be Fire Emblem this time instead of Zelda. Uh, totally Dragon... fine with that. I, and me too. I, I like the Zelda one, so I'm good with uh, Fire my, Emblem getting... My only... My only question with this mix of Dynasty Warriors and Fire Emblem is if your character dies, is he gone forever? Because <laughs> that's, that's the gimmick for Fire Emblem. If a character Does he dies even in battle, die? He's dead. Because, you know, it's like really hard to die in Dynasty Warriors unless you just suck at the game. It's been a long time since i played Dynasty Warriors. I'd probably suck if I tried. No, it's not hard to die specifically in Dynasty Warriors. It's hard to, like, complete mission objectives when, like, one objective is on like one side of the map, and the next one's on the other side, and it's like, well, I got yeah, a time limit. Yeah, there's constant so. things that keep getting in your way. Lou Boo, Lou Boo would just get in your way. That's all I remember <laughs> from those games. Uh, Dragon Quest Ten, the MMO, I think, Eleven, and Heroes One, which is already out, and Heroes Two are all coming to the Nintendo Switch. A, the new Shimigami Tensei game, which celebrates the 25th anniversary of that, which I'm sure that's also going to be coming to PS4 and all that. They're just making a big deal about it coming to Switch. Uh, Maybe not, because there are some Shimigami Tensei games that are like just Nintendo exclusive. What, the early ones that are on the Famicom? No, like the 3DS one. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. The <laughs> um, yeah, Project Octopath Traveler. Which is like a 16-bit, sort of looks like, cross between Chrono Trigger and some of the old Final Fantasies or whatever. That looks pretty awesome. It's that thought, where the hell does Square Enix come up with these names? <laughs> it's, They've run looks, out of ideas. It looked like I Am Setsuna 2 or something. <laughs> I Am Setsuna is also a game that was in that sizzle reel, so... Yeah. Uh, that's coming... You get the uh, Sega, whatever the hell game the guy was talking about. Uh, no More Heroes 3, which all I heard was supposedly it has wrestling in it. That's all I can understand of the guy. A special FIFA, which I'm guessing it's going to have like the downloadable roster things. And it's going to have upgrades or whatever, at least for the first year. And then they'll introduce FIFA 19 or whatever. 
because they can't do FIFA 17 right now because you're half you're pretty much like halfway through the season or when you would have been able to buy the game because the game normally comes out in September. Uh, and you get a DV, there's a DBZ game, there's a this guy uh, this guy of five complete. Well, the DBZ game is just Xenoverse two, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from like the stuff you saw of, of not the sizzle reel, but the stuff you saw of what they showed third party. A lot of Japanese stuff, obviously. You forgot the most important game. Puyo Puyo, Puyo. Tetris. Yep. Hey, I want to play that after you. Uh, I saw you playing it on that stream that one time. Looks looks fun. I'm not a big Tetris person, but it's coming to uh, PS4 and the Switch now. But the PS4 is only, is only uh, disc based, not digital. Hmm. Wonder if it'll be like that for the Switch as well. No, the Switch is digital, or you can buy, oh. you know. But that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is. You get that Skylanders game. Sonic Mania is the one that's coming for uh, Ultra Street Fighter Two: The Final Challengers. With uh, Evil yeah. Ken and Evil Ryu, or Violent Ken, or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Has been here. Superman, Super Bomberman R, and Fast RMX. I will say that the Superman Bomberman R seems made for that uh, multiple. Like if you're having the eight Nintendo Switches, that's like one of those games I imagine. Oh, let's all play Bomberman. All right, go back to that. I, I mean, well, what did you guys think of the? No, like you know, no Activision huge presence. We did get the Skyrim, but. Are you okay with what they showed third-party-wise, or are you kind of still kind of skeptical about Well, the one thing I'll say is, is yes, we didn't get a ton of third-party, and what we got from third-party as far as the presentation went, where it's awful. Uh, but it gives me hope that maybe they're keeping the third-party quiet until E3. Focus on the Nintendo stuff. Get Skyrim in there because hopefully that's an early launch window, not a launch title, but you know that spring summer time, and then go. Okay, now we can really focus in on what we're coming out for holiday season, and here are all these third party games that we can now show it to you. I can hope. I think Skyrim is not going to do well on that on that thing. I think it's the, it looked like the original version of Skyrim. I, I don't know if it is or not, but some of the textures look pretty bad. Uh, but other than that, like, most of the third-party stuff looked good. NBA 2K18, officially. Uh, now we finally get to know what basketball game that was that was running on the Switch in the trailer. Uh, oh, Steep is also coming, so if you didn't play Steep on the I don't think anyone played Steep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm reading this, uh, there's going to be an online lobby for this online thing. Uh, you can invite friends to play online, set play appointments, and chat with friends during online matches and compatible games from your smart device. Nothing about, so why can't we just have a headset, Nintendo? Is that a problem? Is that, like, something you guys cannot learn how to make? Well, you can. You just have to put the headset to your smart device and get on Skype. 
You just have to buy uh, buy a uh, Virtual Boy off eBay and hollow it out, and then. <laughs> yeah, that was the one system they did not mention when they said uh, we've taken we've taken something from every system. Obviously, didn't want anybody to think that they had VR. They did. They took something from the VR. It's the kickstand. It's kind of like the legs from. No, I got, I don't know. I'm exactly. trying to find something. Uh, the one it, thing that they did not. I'm surprised they did not mention, and they may sh- talk about it more tomorrow or whatever, is Amiibo support. They were so all in on Amiibos. Those things so like... They hey. did talk about the NFC being there. Yeah, they, they held up like an Amiibo for a second, but that was it. Did they, oh, I missed it. Uh, but I was surprised it wasn't a bigger thing. Just to go, hey, we're, the things that everyone bought, you know, you can still use them. Even though I bought a bunch of them and have no, not used a single one. They just... Their display things to me, but oh, exactly. maybe not. Maybe now they'll actually figure out a thing to do with those things. <laughs> Who knows? I have my Pikachu, and that's the only one I ever bought. So, I after I realized I couldn't even control my own Pikachu and Smash Brothers, I was like, okay, I'm never buying one of these. This is kind of pointless. All the little things that they give you to use these things for are. Really, really dumb. They are really just uh, collectibles items masquerading as little special item things that they... And I'm okay with that, because they look cool. (laughs) No, I'm totally okay with that, too. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that they should try to explain to you that, uh, you know, you can really do something. Oh, yeah. I agree. Uh... You know, everybody's been waiting for that farming simulator. That's the one that you wanted to play on your uh, Switch, right? That's that's supposedly coming to you. Now you can have eight-player land-supported farming simulator. Oh, but, but see, you guys are missing the point. Now you can take your Switch and play farming simulator and go out to a farm and sit in the middle of it and then act like you're doing real work and get the whole s- smells and... <laughs> environment without actually having to do hard labor. Exactly. That's that's what you uh, need that, to be doing. That'll only work on Farming Simulator VR. <laughs> that never comes to uh, to the Switch. Oh, uh, Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Red Out is coming to the Switch. So. <laughs> Good luck with Red Out. <laughs> is it bad? No, it's impossibly hard to beat or even like I couldn't beat the second race of that game ah oh so it's, it's not like, like the actual it, it's a racing it's like F-Zero oh but okay if, if F-Zero is even more fucked on the difficulty scale <laughs> hmm. on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is also that was the one big game they showed that actually makes the Switch look really pretty the scale that they showed on that game is pretty awesome. Of seeing if, that thing they, fly across the screen. What if they showed like Bayonetta three, or even just like a port of two? Would that be interesting? I'd love to have it. Uh, why not? It'd I be mean, cool if they did like Bayonetta two and they just added amiibo support. <laughs> oh, finally, the Bayonetta amiibo is coming out. <laughs> that was no, supposed meant, to come like, out with the Wii U and then. I meant more like, you know, whatever Amiibo you just put on their Bayonetta wears that costume. I'm, we, all know, uh, 
We all know the sexiest costume would be the Rob the Robot one. That's only coming for the Japan. I'm pretty sure they're not going to have uh, that come to over here. The the totally scantily clad one or anything. Well, it's it's no longer region locked, so you can still buy the Japanese version and play it on your American Switch. Take that, everyone. If you, want to, if you didn't want to go read uh, Fire Emblem in Japan without the without the editing controversy, feel free. <laughs> right. Uh, I think that's that's other than I'm going to mention these uh, accessory charges that you're going to have to pay if you ever lose something uh, that comes in your uh, set here. Now, the Pro Controller that they showed cost $70. The Joy-Con controllers are sold separately, each one, the left and right, for $50 a piece, or you can buy the set for $80. So do not lose these things. Or Or I think there's a way you can have four. So if you want to buy an extra set, there you go, $80. The Grip is $30, so you don't want to lose that either. The dock is $90, if you ever lose that thing. And you can get a set of two Joy-Con wheels for 20 bucks. So. Ouch. That's uh, so hefty prices there, guys. I think the only two that you said that didn't feel overpriced to me were the dock... Because you would think that is a, a, I mean, a that's huge half part the of the system. Yeah, so I'm okay with 90 bucks for that. That's okay. Wasn't it like you couldn't even get the Wii U tablet for a long time? If, if you broke that, you were just screwed. Ever. You're st- it, yeah, you can't still get that. Like You still can't get I I, I stopped looking for a while. I, I didn't. I've I never think, needed one. but I think like if you can call Nintendo support, they may sell you one. If like you sacrifice a goat to them or something, that's about it. Yeah, you can so, never really buy it in the store. Yeah, at least they're selling every part of the system, so that's great. But and, and the wheels are fine at twenty bucks, whatever. But everything else to me seems a bit overpriced. I think the pro controllers, I'm even ten dollars off where it's sixty. That's what most controllers are nowadays. So I'm okay with them selling it must that be much. That HD rumble in the controller or something. Something, but. A little overpriced on those, so I agree. Don't lose them, which is going to be tough because those little baby controllers look extremely tiny. Yeah, if if you're going to let the kids play with them, make sure you know where they are. Put those straps on them. It would be nice if each controller had like a locator chip in it, so it's another it's another fun game to play hide and go seek your controller out. (laughs) (laughs) Just. Just know where they are. Um, I mean, I think honestly, I think they're justifying it with the rumble. Yeah, I think it's expensive, but also like controllers, like for every system now are expensive. So yes, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, uh, we do have to remember that tomorrow they're going to probably announce a couple more things. Uh. Well, we'll get to see, I'm assuming they'll show this on Twitch, whatever, Treehouse, or whatever the hell they want to call it. 
and let let us see what the the people are playing and all that kind of stuff. I would hope anyway, or at least the websites will probably show um, that themselves. So hopefully we get to see more of this stuff up close. And I mean, if not, I'm sure we'll all get to whoever gets it at launch uh, get to experience it yourselves in in about six weeks. Not too far in the distant future at this point. So, uh, are you getting one? If, if you could get one at launch, would you get one? If I didn't yeah. have to pay for it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, did this make you go, I want one now, not, oh, I'll wait till it's cheaper, or I'll wait till Mario comes out, or what? Are, are you, would you be good buying a day one? No, because the only game that looks worth, worth a damn is Zelda. Which you get day one, so there you go. You're getting it day one. No, <laughs> no. Honestly, I, I was really hyped for this, and I think the press conference just hurt it just for how boring it was. But I wasn't expecting it to come out and say, "Here's ten games at launch, and we get Mario and Zelda and Skyrim and da 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 da." Yeah, I figured it was it's going to be a little underwhelming there, but yeah, I'm probably still going to get one. Day one or not, I'm still not completely sold on it. I'm glad Zelda's day one because that I'm with Mark. That's the main game, and then I'm okay with Mario being later. But I will most likely buy the system. I'm just not quite sure day one or not. I think the last Mario game that was day and date was Mario 64, right? Yes, we've actually yeah. had more Zeldas be day and date with Nintendo's various systems than we have Mario. Or I think they might be tied at this point, because you have Mario with... I think Mario wasn't with the original NES. It came a little bit later, right? Because it, it was Duck Hunt and something else? No, it was Mario. Yeah, okay, Mario so was there. Mario was on the NES, SNES, and the 64. Then they realized, oh, we don't have to have Mario. They had Zelda for the GameCube. Zelda for the... Wii. Zelda was in GameCube. Or not, Zelda, oh, Zelda was the Wii, sorry. Okay, yeah. And then Zelda for the 3DS with the Ocarina of Time HD, and then Zelda for um, for this for the Switch. This, yeah. So was game? Did GameCube have any? GameCube didn't have yeah. any of the big. It had Lu- launch. <laughs> yeah, it had, oh, it had Luigi. Luigi man. That's right. Yeah. So if people like that thing. Like they should make another one of those. <laughs> I like that Luigi. I have. I like the that game. They didn't mention anything about... I think the interesting thing is they didn't mention anything about real backward compatibility. Like, the rumored about, like, GameCube stuff. That was gone. That was not talked about at all. Like, that would get me at least a little interested. Yeah, I mean, they've been working on a lot of this stuff, and I think, like, what Randy said... I think the danger with GameCube emulation is you get 32 gigabytes of memory... That's oh, not yeah. a lot. <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, obviously at that point, if you're... I think they're going to assume that everybody's going to buy a micro SD card for this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would I would hope so. Hopefully it's very easy to put into your system. It's not this overly complicated thing. Uh, it just goes in the slot and it reads it and it takes it off there, just like the 3DS, once it's in there, everything comes off of there, and 
you have no problems. Uh, I I think uh, mostly it's just kind of like okay, we got a taste. Let's see at launch, and then let's see at E3 what they got because you know we still have you know no Metroid, no Donkey Kong, no some of the other big franchises not talked about here. So so got plenty of that in the can, obviously. And uh, you know, no Smash Brothers if that's getting ported or not either. You you do have new Donk City from Mario, so there you go. <laughs> Quite possible. So all right, so that's gonna do it for us here, uh, talking about the Nintendo Switch uh, deal. Um, I mean, probably we'll probably just go on, on the regular night unless something big comes out during the show whatever they show tomorrow or or over the weekend or something probably going to be on the on the regular Wednesday or around there it's day uh so uh thank you Randy for being on with us here yeah no problem and everybody we will see you guys later later The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.